Hi, this is Meg. And this is Billy. And we are... The Adopt Twins. Welcome to a podcast from two adoptees who are navigating life, loss, moving on, and growing up. For our adopted friends, we hope to bring you a familiar point of view. And for our friends who aren't, welcome to the complicated jungle of how we get on. So there's two kinds of adoptions. There's the open adoptions and the closed adoptions. Closed adoptions, the adoptee has no contact whatsoever with their birth family. Open adoptions, there is some contact depending on how the families decide it to be. Visits or just photos and letters. Now that there's Zoom and stuff, Zoom calls, FaceTime, Google Meet. But how do you feel? Like you had a closed adoption. I had a closed adoption. How do you feel about if there was an option for an open adoption for you? Well, it's tough because if it is something that happens from the get-go, as a child, you're very malleable. And I feel that having that ability to adapt by nature will make it easy to make sense of everything and possibly be able to really understand your identity in society and within two families that are communicating with you, one in a more consistent and structured way and another in honestly a way that I don't even know how to imagine. Right. But it's present for some. I have a hard time putting myself in a place where I can picture what that's like though, especially in close quarters. Like right. especially if it was actually the rest of my family is just a town over or actually right. the rest of my family is even within my family. As an adult it would make things I guess confusing. It would make it hard to figure out where you're spending Thanksgiving. A lot of people have issues with American Thanksgiving anyways. Well, that's that's true. Okay, let me use an, <laughs> let me use another uh Columbus Day would be very 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 confusing for me. Because Indigenous People Day, you have to spend it with That would family. be pretty confusing too if I'm if I'm being honest. Yeah, that day too. <laughs> Joking, of course. Christopher Columbus was a monster. Allegedly. No. Okay. No, he was. He was really, really bad. But yeah, I guess my personal Christopher Columbus would be having to actually be able to weigh the value of my real family versus my adopted family. Because mm. with closed adoption, your adopted family is by design your real family because they are taking care of you and they are in communication with you and they are the ones that are there. The idea of branching out and finding biological family is on you at a certain age. But if it's an open adoption and that biological family is making the choice to stay in your life and have some sort of presence, there's going to be a duality. I feel like it would be hard as an adoptive parent too. Maybe it's like a strange divorced family in some way, just different. I don't know. What do you think? As someone who has no information and really feels at a loss on how to get any information, I see the upside to it, the sparkle to it, because all of the questions that I have would be answered. But when I really sit with it and think about it, and I'm like, okay, I'm on a Zoom call with my birth mom, who I talk to, let's say, once a month. And it's just like, why, man? (laughs) 
why? Why am I here and why are you there? Whatever's going on in your life, whatever it was, like, I just feel like it would be hard in some ways. Maybe it's because I'm on the outside trying to look inside and see what it would be like. I mean, if it's just happened from the start, it's just what they would think is normal, I guess. I think it would be nice for the adoptive family to have contact with the birth family and be able to send updates to the birth family and have the birth family send letters, pictures, whatever to the adoptive family. And once the kid is of an age where they're asking about it, being like, well, this is the information we have. And we actually have a way to contact your birth mom, your birth dad. Would you like to do that? I think that my family does have a box of letters, pictures, things like that, because my biological mother was apparently at my first birthday party. What? Yeah, I never told you that. No. Apparently she was. I haven't gone back and watched my first birthday party because this is probably going to be a little bit scandalous. First birthday parties are very boring to watch. <laughs> Not if you are Korean. Why? <laughs> what, <laughs> what magic happens if you're Korean and having your first birthday? Oh, well, put you on this table with all of these fruits and different things and it's set a certain way and dressed in your handbook. What? Hanbok. It's a traditional Korean clothing. Okay. And then they bring out this tray and they put it down in front of the child. But before this, everybody that's coming to the party chooses one of these objects they think it's going to be. So it's like a game. And then this tray is bought in front of the child. And then the child has a chance to look around and touch whatever. And then when the child chooses one item like this is it that is the item that tells what child's going to be in the future when they're an adult or what kind of life it's going to have what kind of items there's the more traditional ones and then they've gone with modern ones so it depends on which ones that you would be doing but traditional ones there's a spool of thread and if the child chooses that that means the child's going to have a long life if they choose the money the child's going to be wealthy if they choose the gavel the child's going to be in law if they choose the pen they're going to be a scholar Things like that. What if they choose a butt plug? Is that not part of the tradition? Perhaps on the modern tray? I think they're going to be a politician because they are going to be full of shit. So I I didn't have any of those options. I had, I believe, a cookie monster cake. So that was pretty sweet. And I didn't have to choose anything at that point. So you did not decide your destiny at that point? No, no. I chose my destiny later, not on my birthday. But yeah, apparently my biological mom was there. It's something that's strange because it just is something that kind of rolled off the tongue. And I went, oh yeah, she was there. And anyways, your birthday was really cute. And I just was like, oh yeah, and she was there so i always just sort of kind of had that as like a little factoid but also holy crap my biological mother was there i wonder which one she was i really should go back because like they taped the whole thing oh my gosh could you imagine if they had her taping and staying quiet the whole time oh shit Oh, that would be so fucked up. Oh my God. I don't smoke marijuana anymore, but I might want to go back and watch that high and just have that in the back of my head. Gosh, I am seeing what she sees. Those are my eyes.
looking at me. I think you might need something other than marijuana for that. (laughs) Yeah, probably a lot of other. (laughs) But um, that would be funny. (laughs) I'm sure they didn't. That would be something to be live streamed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, well, you know what? Hey, if we get to 10,000 followers... I'll, I'll make the commitment. We get ten thousand followers. We, we will live stream that, and we will have a live reaction. As a community, we'll figure out which person is my biological mother. Oh, we could vote on it from nineteen eighty-five. Oh man, outfits are going to be fantastic. It's Navy housing outfits too. So, so everyone needs to help us out and get us to ten thousand followers. We Let's can get- make happen let's get to ten thousand. yeah absolutely i didn't plan on saying this but i'm a hundred percent for it let's do it all right ten thousand. you heard it guys so i was apparently abandoned when i was 11 months old so that would make it a month before i was supposed to choose my destiny not sure how i feel about that I mean, we can always pick a random day and just have you sit in front of stuff with a blindfold on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun to live stream too. We'll just mix it up and say, all right, see what your destiny is. <laughs> That's why I have no path in life because I didn't choose my idol. Yeah. Sometimes people harbor resentment towards their uh, families for unjustified reasons. I think that's a justified reason. <laughs> To be angry at your biological family. Very much so. You can't put that on your adoptive family. No, I cannot. No. But my birth family, you couldn't have kept me for one more month and let me choose my destiny? (laughs) It's How much did you not like me? Did you keep me until the day before my birthday? And then I'm like, oh, well, we're done here. Okay, great. Thank you. If they knew they were going to give you up from the very first day, but they waited 364 days just for spite. (laughs) Oh. Well, that's going to be fun to think about in therapy. Did you have that for your sons first? No, because I wasn't, I was going to say I wasn't Korean yet. I was, I... I wasn't in touch with my Korean heritage yet. I thought I about having him do it this past year when he turned five. What, the, what, what would the objects be? I would have done a traditional set and then also done a modern set. Okay. But on the traditional, it would be more like the things like the long life, that kind of stuff, rather than the profession. And then on the modern try, I'd have more of the profession side. But I didn't have a party for him yet because he still did not have a vaccination. Your son's an (laughs) anti-vaxxer? Hey, hey, to anybody listening that is an anti-vaxxer, you know, you do you. Meg. <laughs> he Mm-mm. has it now. He, oh, he does. was okay. officially fully vaxxed by Labor Day weekend. Okay, great. And okay, now he can figure out his destiny because otherwise right. it would have been a waste. I just, right. I, I, you know, he'll end up like me. <laughs> That's no place you want to be. The Adapt Twins is produced by CS Creative Studios.